Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer, and we're, uh, we've got uh, U.S. Senator Dick Durbin on the line. How are you doing this morning, Senator? Have we got him here? Hello? Senator Durbin, how are you, sir? Well, I'm good so far. How are you? <laughs> good. Dave Gentry at DWS, how are you doing this morning, sir? Well, it's a good day here. I think it may be raining there. Yeah, it's supposed to. It's supposed to rain this afternoon and tonight, and then it's going to quit, they tell us, at least for a while. Maybe spring is on the way. I and hope watching, so. <laughs> watching Wrigley Field and people there are just showing up when it's 30 and 40 degrees. They are dedicated. I like baseball, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I saw you on the tail end of something on television the other day. Mitch McConnell had made a statement on the whole thing with the Supreme Court, and you were agog at that point. Tell us a little bit about what was going on. Listen, I have served with Mitch McConnell as long as I've been in the Senate, and that's a few years. And I know where he stands on most issues, as he knows where I stand. And here comes this decision by the Supreme Court uh, to overturn Roe versus Wade, something that he has not only been uh, speaking in favor of, but working for, uh, for uh, years and years. And the press asked him point blank, do you agree with this Supreme Court opinion? And he says, I refuse to comment. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> what? I mean, he kept a vacancy on the Supreme Court for 10 months, wouldn't let it be filled in the hopes that a Republican would win the presidential election, and it happened with the election of Donald Trump, to put on a Supreme Court justice to get this, this exact result. The bottom line is this. The polling across America about this Alito decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, 28% of the people support it, 72% oppose it. And now Senator McConnell and many of his folks don't want to talk about it. It's going to be talked about. It's an important change in American law. What do you think is going to happen with the leak from the Supreme Court? I don't know. I, I think it's unprecedented, but there are those who say, well, information has leaked in the past, but nothing like this. I mean, this is a document which the Chief Justice in a press conference authenticated as being a February draft document of this decision. The, the integrity of the Supreme Court is at stake. It is just that serious. If they can't have confidential communications as they're making these decisions, it's going to undermine the court in many, many different ways. So take it seriously. But that also, I found it curious that there are so many people on the other side of the aisle who want to talk about the leak but don't want to talk about the opinion. And as I said earlier, it's because it's not very popular. The American people, as they chew on it, think, wait a minute, does this mean that some states, half the states, are going to have no abortion procedures, even in cases of rape and incest? Well, it raises a lot of questions just like that. Elizabeth Warren uh, yesterday was talking about uh, Congress taking this up now uh, based on the Supreme Court's uh, proposed decision because we're waiting on them to finalize this. Is that is that going to happen? And what will happen if that comes up in Congress? 
It could happen as soon as next week. And let me tell you what it boils down to, whether or not we will pass a law that makes it a federal law to uh, abide by Roe versus Wade, and basically uh, what that decision uh, stood for 50 years ago and decision since in Planned Parenthood versus Casey and other cases. So we'd put it into law. Uh, and it would have the effect uh, that Roe versus Wade has had over the years. However, let me be quick to add, the United States Senate with a filibuster and a 60-vote requirement means that 50 Democratic senators, even if they all agree, are not enough to get that done. What we're going to do basically is to have an indication next week or soon thereafter uh, of a vote on the Senate floor. Where do you stand? What's your position? I've spoken to a couple of Republican colleagues, one of them, Susan Collins of Maine. She's offering an alternative to this statutory approach. It, it is an attempt to codify uh, Roe versus Wade, but it has some other features to it. So there's some debate going on, but in terms of actually putting it into law and overcoming any Supreme Court change, we don't have the votes to do it at this moment. Why do you suppose we've had all this fighting over the years. I mean, Roe v. Wade's been around for 50 years now. Why is it they keep fighting this? Dave, and your listeners now, right now, there's a person, or persons, I should say, and I don't know, I couldn't estimate the number, who believe that it is the taking of innocent human life and as a consequence should be banned. There are also those who say, wait a minute, it is the decision of the woman as to what will happen with her body, and she should uh, rely on her doctor, her conscience, her family, and make that decision without the government sticking its nose into her business. Uh, They're deeply held personal beliefs. As a politician in Illinois over the last several decades, I've heard them many times. I respect both positions, but they are uh, held with a great deal of conviction. Well, it's interesting to see what's going to happen next with this whole situation, no doubt about it. Well, it it is, because, you know, the bottom line is, uh, you read the Alito opinion, I have it right in front of me, I've read it and reread it, and he basically says, look through the Constitution, look for the word abortion in there, you're not going to find it. Well, that's true, Justice Alito. Also look for the word privacy. You're not going to find it in the Constitution. And yet in the 1960s, the Supreme Court in Griswold versus Connecticut case said we've had it with states deciding whether or not people should be allowed to buy contraception condoms or any other form of birth control. It used to be a state decision, and many states prohibited the purchase of contraception. They said in Griswold versus Connecticut, our basic right to privacy as an American citizen uh, argues against that policy. We are banning it. States cannot regulate the sale of condoms and, and other forms of birth control. So privacy is not in the Constitution, but that was the basis for that decision. Is there a chance that the Supreme Court may not follow through with what the preliminary statement is saying? I mean, is there a chance that maybe this might change course, do you think? Boy, that would be something, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it appears that there are five uh, uh, justices, and we all know their names, and they are in the process of writing this opinion. If the disclosure of it and public reaction to it uh, changes course uh, in terms of the publication of that opinion, that really is not going to help the reputation of the court. I'm not going to, on the merits, I, I come down against the Alito decision, but if the court looks like it's subject to that kind of public opinion, uh, it, it's really going to raise a question about its integrity. 
When we say we're going to codify this, exactly what are we saying, Senator? We're saying we're going to make a federal law uh, that, that is enforceable, that says no state can regulate in such a way uh, that takes away the rights of Roe versus Wade. Uh, it's a big deal. Uh, to prohibit from the states. But as I used as an example, uh, there used to be a time when states, individual states, decided whether people could buy contraception. And the federal government, through a Supreme Court decision, said they can't do it. And and we could have done it by federal law, too, and said we're overcoming any state's decision uh, to try to regulate the sale of birth control. Well, every morning when you wake up in Washington, it's a new uh, bit of information, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's an exciting situation, but I know, because I know our state pretty darn well, there are deeply held convictions on both sides in terms of privacy and in terms of whether or not it is right to have an abortion procedure. We have had this this tenuous back-and-forth debate since Roe versus Wade was decided 50 years ago. It's going to continue. Uh, whatever the Supreme Court does, whatever Congress does, the debate will continue. All right. Senator Dick Durbin, thanks for your time this morning. We certainly appreciate it. Good to be with you. Thanks okay. a lot. Thank you. Thank you. we got more coming up on DWS.